What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Hiking Podcast. I'm your host, Brody Fry, and today is going to be an interesting one. We're going to talk about consciousness, uh, psychedelics a little bit. Uh, what else do we talk about? Some crazy stuff. Um, simulation, simulation theory. theory. Yeah, I got Devin sitting right next to me, so I guess you're in the opener now. <laughs> and I, I never turned your mic off, so <laughs> you you snuck in on me, didn't you? <laughs> you sneaky little weasel, you. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right, guys. Hopefully, you enjoy this episode and stay tuned. Hello and welcome, everyone. I'm your host Brody Fry, and here we dive deep into difficult questions. We'll map out thoughts, theories, and crazy ideas for the love of knowledge and growth. So, how do we answer some of the mind's toughest questions? This is the Mind Hiking Podcast. Oh, Baron's going crazy. Three, two, one, we're live. <laughs> Devin, welcome back to the podcast. Hello, it's, it's good to be back. Pleasure to have you. Thank you. Uh, what are you drinking there? Cherry Coke. Oh, yeah. And what do you got sitting next to it? Uh, cherry Pepsi. <laughs> Fuck yeah. We're I'll gonna have, have to do a review at the end. Yeah, yeah. Which one's your favorite? Today, I'm drinking something unique. It's uh, Kentucky Coffee, Coffee Whiskey, Hard Cold Brew, Lightly Sweetened Mocha, 5.9% alcohol. Yeah. It's uh, interesting. Not really good, but it hits hard. <laughs> it's like easy on the tongue, but... Hard on the throat. That's <laughs> how I like it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I also got a Miller High Life as a chaser on the side here. So, yeah, I don't know. I'll probably crack that in just a minute. But, uh, yeah, uh, we were just talking about some dirt bikes in the garage. So I was just showing you the latest project. Eventually, I know I keep saying it, but eventually I'll move the podcast out there. Just got a few things to tighten up a little before I actually make the change but um yeah i <clears throat> i'm uh potentially getting a dirt bike this spring so that's just gonna be exciting and uh you were just telling me about your old bike <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> what uh what was that thing it was a 2021 ssr 189 oh oh really yeah 189 it was a very oh. weird cc it was Nice. A completely like their own engine Super thing. Super Chinese. Wasn't a copy. Nice. It and had kick and electric start, and it only oh, yeah. ran on ninety three gas. Oh, nice. Yeah, my uh, that's what my KLX one ten L was. Also had the electric start and and the kick start, and I was like, first first thing I did was like remove the battery, remove all the wires, remove the electric start because I'm like, I'm never gonna use that, and also weight reduction. <laughs> so, um, but I beat the piss out of that poor thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Oh jeez. Um so you have some projects going on, some science projects. I do. <laughs> let's explore. What would you like to talk about first? Um Okay, so let's let's kind of start from the beginning, I guess. Like you had an interest and then you explored that interest and uh how did that go for you? <laughs> um, it went quite well. Uh-huh. Found a lot, a lot of things. Uh-huh. And, uh... This is all hypothetical. Hypothetical. <laughs> so it was, uh... So this hypothetical 
experiment came in the form of a chocolate bar originally, right? Yeah. So I tried mushrooms, uh-huh. and it was just it was a very fun experience. It made it just made everything a lot deeper, I guess. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> the most fun experience I had was I watched the Avatar. Oh, the yeah. Pandora movie. Yeah. On him, and it was just, it feels like you're just really in the movie. It's like 3D, but way better. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like 3D, except like not just for your senses. You could also smell everything. Just about. <laughs> it makes it feel like a first person movie. <laughs> yeah, you're there. You're just like, <gasps> <laughs> pretty much. It's awesome. Did, uh, was the movie good? Yeah, I mean, it's always good, but it was oh, a yeah. hell of a lot better. Nice, nice, yeah, because uh, we've talked about that movie on the podcast before. And we weren't a fan. Katie and I were not a fan of it, but I bet that experience made it quite a bit better. Yeah. <laughs> was that the first time you ever did when you were watching that movie? Oh, uh, no, that wasn't my first time. It was probably third or fourth. Okay, third or fourth time. and yeah. But, like, your very first time, were you scared? No, because I went into it kind of... I like to do a lot of research on things before I do things. Yeah, yeah, so you are very knowledgeable. I I did a lot of research, and I kind of knew what I was doing, and I yep. just, like, you have to go into it in the right headspace. You have to be thinking good thoughts, I would yeah. say. If you're having it, a bad day, it's, it's not yeah. a bad day thing. It's like an amplifier. Yeah. Same thing with, like, I mean, I guess it's not the same thing, but, like, similar concept with alcohol, too. Like, I... I don't like to drink unless I'm in a good mood. Like, and it's funny because like everybody's got their vices, I suppose. Because like, you hear about a lot of people that are like drown themselves in the bottle. Like they're they like cope with drinking or like I don't know people with like depression or PTSD or anything like that. Like some of them use alcohol to like go about that and. Um, and it's just like, I guess everybody's got their way of solving their problems, but like, I, I never liked that. And like, even some days, like if it's like, I have a rough day or something like that and <clears throat> come home and, and like, even Katie will just be like, Hey, like you want a glass of wine or something? And, and I'll just be like, no, like I, I had a rough day. Like I'm, if I'm like not in the mood, like. If I'm not in a good mood, like I don't, I just don't want to. But because uh, because it is an amplifier. Like I'd I'd rather like when I drink, I want it to be like upbeat with friends, and I'm like just enjoying myself. I want it to be a positive thing. Mm-hmm. I, like I don't want it to because it's already considered like <clears throat> a depressant. Like I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to just like be down and then just like drink alcohol. And be like, <laughs> but um. And everything too. Just oh, actually, before we continue, I want to show you something cool. Bing. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, isn't that cool? <laughs> you never saw that? No. Yeah, it's uh, that on-air sign that Katie got me for. Uh, I can't remember anymore. It was my birthday. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was birthday, not Christmas. But yeah, we are on air. That's <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, and then she also got me like the door hanger signs over there. That's re- recording in progress, but that's dope. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, what you experimented with that was totally legal, right? Correct. That was 
You want to explain that for me? Because I still don't fully understand that. I guess it's just a different specific chemical mm-hmm. than psilocybin. So it's like slightly different. Like, So what? what is... <clears throat> I'm going to like talk like I'm stupid. Like, What is psilocybin? That is just like the chemical... It's just hallucinogen a certain, yeah. in mushrooms. It's a psychedelic chemical just in specific mushrooms. Okay. And so what's different about the ones that you had? I don't know. It just, it felt a bit weaker, mm-hmm. but it still gave the same effects. Okay. It just wasn't as intense, I would say. Gotcha. So <clears throat> I remember you comparing it with like, like marijuana where it's like, you got the different strains and like yeah um so like with the mushroom chocolate bar mm. if you took like low doses it was just kind of like it was similar to marijuana yeah but just more uppity you know mm-hmm. but then if you took stronger doses yeah it was more of a psychedelic effect okay so it was it was positive experience for you yes okay <clears throat> and uh so what what was like the experience the first time like was it because i'm sure like going into it the first time you had no frame of reference you didn't know what to expect and it was kind of like did you you weren't scared at all no i kind of just put on a movie that i thought would be good yeah and then it just it made me enjoy the movie a lot more okay i was in the movie you know okay yeah very cool and then from then like so you you had it a few times it was positive experience every time Mm. any did anything like you didn't start like was it just like a good feeling you didn't like have any visions or anything did you there was visions was there (laughs) okay there was was visual you want to walk me through some of that Just, I guess, things would glow. Like, certain things, if you looked at them, like, okay. the surrounding of the TV would, like, glow more, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. And then just altogether feeling more, like, in the movie, like, 4D, but yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Um, so then, <clears throat> so you've, this. these are the only kind you've experienced, or? Yes. Okay. Actually, <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Was this the was this like the most you've the most visuals you've seen on these ones, the chocolate bars? No. Oh no. No. So there's another one where you, there was more more to it. Yes. Okay. How did that go? Um. It was just a psilocybin mushroom. Okay. And uh you didn't it's it was just stronger, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So did it like freak you out or No, it was just more of the same but just stronger visual effects, I would say. Okay. Interesting. Like lots of colors and or just like things melting. <laughs> it's hard to explain, but just yeah, more of all of the above. <laughs> okay. It, it kind of depends on the situation. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Would, it, would you recommend it, the experiment experience? I would. Mm-hmm. 
I would say the weirdest thing I would see was uh, if you look into a mirror, like, you know how if you put two mirrors together? Yeah. How you can just see infinitely? Oh, yeah. It would yeah. look like that. Okay. Interesting. Did you have, like, did it feel like an out-of-body kind of experience? or At times, yes. <clears throat> Very interesting. Yeah, that's a... Uh, it is, it's interesting, and I like hearing perspective like this just because, like, I am curious about the world we live in and, and things around us, and, like, <clears throat> I feel like there's, uh, <clears throat> this coffee is not helping my throat. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm going to switch over. Here, just got to do this quick. Oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, yeah. Miller High Life is so foamy. Like, look at all those bubbles. It is quite it's bubbly. going up. Yeah, it's so bubbly. Yeah, it's like the champagne of beers. That's literally what it says. <laughs> oh, cheers. <clears throat> yeah, that's a little better. Um, yeah, what was I saying? Um, <clears throat> I like, like, I feel like just mushrooms in general, like, they're so, like, there's like, and not even mushrooms, really, but, like, I feel like there's, like, a core drive in human beings to alter their state of minds. I don't know if it's because we are so, like, have such active minds or the world we li or the structures that we put in place around us. We can't handle it, so we try to escape, or if, like, like the, these bodies we've been put into are, like, like too painful and we're trying to escape and we can't but we're just like i feel like there's such a strong human drive and desire to alter your state of consciousness i would agree like it, it is interesting to me like <clears throat> whether it be through alcohol marijuana mushrooms or <clears throat> any other sort of anything like we're always trying to like just alter even something as simple as caffeine like you wake up in the morning and you're tired and it's just like time to alter my state of consciousness to fake that i'm awake let's drink some coffee and and that's just the socially accepted addiction yeah <laughs> but it is like we're always trying to like alter our states of consciousness like like i don't know if we're like just like containers of consciousness. Like we're just kind of like stuck in our bodies. Like, what do you think of, what do you think of like life and death? <clears throat> is that, is there, do you think there's anything after we die? Like totally honest. You can be totally honest. I guess. I would be more of a pessimist on that. And I would say that you should just, I think that this is all that there is mm -hmm. after. I don't think there's anything. I think it's just going to fade to black. So yep. I think it's good to try new things. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like you can never be totally sure. <laughs> and if you have any beliefs in anything, it is faith. And I like, while we're here, we don't know. We haven't been given any information, but there is what seems to be some sort of pre-programming towards 
exploration and understanding the world around us and altering your state of consciousness. And I don't know if it's just like, we're just a bunch of curious little monkeys running around and just trying to explore and like tinker with things and like figure out what we're supposed to be doing here for no reason. Cause we're not supposed to be doing anything. We're just supposed to like be born, reproduce and die. Or if there is a greater purpose, which kind of is like, interesting too because it's like what is the point of even if there is nothing other than living and dying what is the point of reproduction why start that in the first place why why start this process of being born reproduce spreading your like spreading the human race and like all these other animals are trying to like reproduce and like spread their species like what's the point in that like that that makes me question things <laughs> like wh- what <laughs> my belief on that is that i don't think there is anything after this life so i believe that you don't have to do everything but there are things to do so why not just do them and experience more things than not do more things so yeah I think you should just do whatever you want to do and experience what you want to experience in this life and you should use it how you see fit. Yeah. Yeah, that's I'm I'm right there along with you as far as like the life goes because I think there is too much control in society and I think the structures that are put in place like keep us grounded and like try to control us. I like that I hate the control. Like anything that just like bombards us or infringes on any of our freedoms like that stuff is like you don't know any better than the next guy and i i don't know any better and nobody knows anything so who's to say what's right and wrong but there's a there's a big but there there's a big like like tipping point there where like i can say nobody knows what's right or wrong but there's there seems to be some sort of like a like a built-in guidance system within us where it's like like if you see somebody like i don't know i feel like if you like obviously we know that like murder's wrong like if we just like go out and kill somebody like that's not right but and we know that and like if you help somebody like what even is helping somebody like making their life easier in some sort of a way like that's that we know is good there's there's nothing nothing bad about help, helping somebody make their life easier <clears throat> so that's kind of like a built-in guidance system of life so we do have like this kind of like and we all seem to know that. We all seem to know like what's right and wrong in some sort of a way. So there is like that system in place. But like I don't know. It's it's weird because I don't know. It's it's a tough one because we don't really know anything for sure. But that is something that heavily influences my thoughts on being more to life than just reproduction and dying because we do have 
Like, why would something being right and wrong even matter? Go ahead. <laughs> I think that there's societal and then more, like, personal levels of morality. Like, there's a whole, as a society, some things are so moral, and then, like, within a set group of people, there mm. are, they have different sets of morals than, like, socially, you know? Yeah. So every single person on this earth has a different set of morals than everyone else. Like, no one's going to have the exact same morals, so... It's only everyone's only as moral as they think that like they have to be to yeah, an extent. I, I guess that makes makes sense too. So it's all we we keep each other to a standard. It's like checks and balances of society. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But even like you see like cultures and like <clears throat> tribes that have been uncontacted like in Africa and things where even they have like a some sort of a social construct or like some sort of a mode of being where there's there's order like we we're making order out of chaos which is like the universe we're in is like sorry this is like really bubbly beer <laughs> but uh, the universe we're in is like constantly changing constantly chaotic and it's like it seems that we're just like put here to organize like we're just like a little a bunch of little like organizers like everything's just mixing around us and we're just trying to put things back in place and like we're raising our offspring to just this is the problem things are all so all out of place like there's so much to do like just you're gonna just put things back in place and then die (laughs) i don't know it's uh it's crazy but like the you, you and if you're talking about this like like why we're here like there's just so many big questions like I don't know, like, there's three, there's, there's three big questions, three big questions that, I don't know, I, I, I've said this on the podcast before, but I, I'm, I believe that somebody on this planet knows the answers to these, um, but the three big questions that, like, through, all of history and we've always been asking um and people have beliefs about them but like real answers the three big questions that we're kind of like born thinking is why are we here are we alone and what happens when we die and those are tough ones. Those are really hard questions. And I think it's funny too, because the being the biggest questions you can ask, they're like strived after the least. They're sought after the least. Like we just kind of like, 
it's like we're afraid to pursue the answer. Maybe somebody knows and they just steer it away because it's so horrific. Like how bad, like could it be, how bad can it be? Like if somebody knows and they're keeping it from us, like how bad could it be that they don't allow the American public or not even the American public. I don't mean to speak like that, <laughs> like the world, like humanity. Why, why can't they, like, what could be so bad? <clears throat> like, can you, could you think of anything so bad? Like what, what if we're just soul containers? What if we're just soul containers? We're just like born and like aged like a fine wine or whiskey or something like that, or a cheese just for the enjoyment of some higher being. And they just like, suck the soul out of you maybe death is the sucking of the soul <laughs> the enjoyment of of your insides i don't know i guess i'm just gonna have to experience as much stuff as i can before that happens yeah before you get sucked yeah <laughs> that's my plan yeah and maybe they like that maybe maybe it's like the more you experience the more flavorful you are <laughs> Are you trying to become as flavorful as you can? I'm delicious. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> like that. I, I don't, could it get worse than that? Could it get worse than like us just being a delicacy for some higher being? I don't know. Like. <laughs> I still just, I don't, I don't really. My opinion on this is just that I don't care what happens next. I'm just doing my thing now, you know? Yep. Enjoy what you got right now. It doesn't matter what happens <coughs> after this if I'm just doing this. Yeah. yeah that's true. Just try and stay in the moment. <coughs> yep. Yeah, that's a, that's a good philosophy. Staying in the moment. Staying in the present. Um <coughs> I don't know. It's like we could go on this forever. There's so many different routes to take. Like, I don't know. Like, what, what are we really doing? Like, what, it, it's so weird. Have Have you ever seen death? Like, what, whether it be a human being or whether it be an animal, or have you seen something die before? Sorry, kind of personal. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, you don't, if you don't want to explain, um, you don't have to, but. I saw my <coughs> uncle die of cancer. Oh, did you really? I saw him take his last breath. Wow, that sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. We were very distant, so. It uh, was... Okay. Um, <coughs> when I've seen things die, it's, it's like. It's like a spirit is trans transported out of their body. Like if you've if you've ever looked into the eyes of something while they die, it's like you can see it and they don't close their eyes. Like when they die, the eyes don't close cuz there's no muscles active to shut those eyelids. <clears throat> it's just like a softening of the body. 
and and like you can you can like see the spirit leave like i don't know if you it's like a like a battery running out yeah it just slowly yeah like i don't know i like more and more there's for me like i there's that energy can't just be there and then like not be there be there one minute and then not be there one minute like it just doesn't make any sense to me there's there's got to be something because it can't just be working and then just like disappear like even with like you can you can take this to the automotive industry as well like if you're in a car moving at whatever 40 miles an hour and then you hit your brakes and then you stop that energy didn't just disappear you didn't just stop from pressing a a lever that that energy what's happening is that's kinetic energy you're moving forward and then it's turning into thermal energy by your brake pads and rotors you press the brakes and it's outputting thermal energy <clears throat> from kinetic energy you're just transferring energy to something else something that wasn't there before and is now something that like that kinetic energy was there there and there was no thermal energy but you're transferring <clears throat> kinetic energy into thermal energy and that i think that's like everything's just transferring everything like I, more and more i'm just like there's when you die i think it's a like like you're being you're dying and then being reborn it's like a you're you're going somewhere there's there's a transfer like that energy your soul like the energy that was con in control of your body is being transferred somewhere and like it can't just like shut off <laughs> i think it just shuts off <laughs> i'm sorry no it's okay no it's okay i cuz i was i was i was right there with you for my whole life <clears throat> that's i was raised to believe that and i remember being in kindergarten or first grade somewhere around there um getting on the school bus leaving from school and i remember like breaking down crying and um however old that was like four five six years old <clears throat> and just like breaking down thinking about me just shutting off <laughs> it's like such a young age and i'm i'm like crying over me shutting off and and i i believe that up until like this year <laughs> but i just like dig into it more and i don't know i think i just shut off and i have no <laughs> fear of shutting off because once i'm shut off i'm not gonna feel it <clears throat> so yeah yeah, no, and you're right about that too, because that's, like I said, I thought that same exact thing, and and uh, I always used to say like it's just like before you're born, you don't remember anything, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It like I it also like I said, it could just be we were reborn. 
Like I don't I don't know if we were made from scratch. <clears throat> like maybe we transferred into these bodies and then we're going to transfer again. Maybe we're just maturing and growing, experiencing. Like it could be in, important to experience seek knowledge and and grow and I don't know, like, and then there's the are we alone question. Are we alone? I don't think so. <laughs> I I think it's statistically impossible. I agree. That we're, like... <laughs> there's just no way that we are alone. You yeah. Know? Have you ever seen those videos of, like, zooming out from your location, like, all the way out to, like the ed- ends of the earth to <clears throat> the edges of the solar system, then the edges of the galaxy and then the edges of the universe. And you just like keep zooming out and it's just like, boom, and then zoom out into multiverse. And it's just like, which is kind of a weird thing. Cause like the universe, when you say the universe, that's supposed to encompass everything. And then now this word multiverse kind of like, I understand what it's trying to say, but the the universe is supposed to encompass everything. But then it turned into like multiple universes, which technically that's supposed to encompass that as well. But I don't know. For our, I think our language is just <clears throat> limiting. But um, I think it. I think it's more likely that the, it's like a dimensional thing, which like. That there's obviously dimensions and like literally measurable dimensions. Like there's first dimension, there's a zeroth dimension, there's a first dimension and second dimension. We're in the third dimension. Like you can literally measuring tape measure these things. And like it's just dimensions of measurement. So I, I, I feel like it's more of a dimensional topic, but like with that said, the the odds of like these dimensions and the the vastness of the universe, like there's no way we're just like this Goldilocks planet, like not too hot, not too cold, we're just right to have life, and we're the only ones. <laughs> so. There's a like a little microscopic organism called the tardigrade, also known as a water bear. Okay. And they can survive in the vacuum of space. So something can in fact survive in the vacuum of space. Interesting. So what is it? Can you that, go do that again. <laughs> what? Just say all that again. A tardigrade, okay. also known as a water bear, is its more common name. Okay. But they can survive in the vacuum of space. So we've proven that something can survive in the vacuum of space. Okay. So I think that because of that. And because we haven't explored everything, there is still more to see that we just can't see it yet. Yeah. Then I think it's very limited to think that there's not something that we just haven't explored yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I, I'm absolutely 100% certain that there is life elsewhere than on planet Earth. And uh, do you follow any like UFO stuff? There's so much bullshit out there. It's so frustrating. <laughs> Not like current. I just like have heard 
the more like popular stories. Yeah. Like on Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. He, uh, I, I love Joe Rogan. He's, he's awesome. He's got some great podcasts, but I did, I did kind of lose some respect just because there's a certain guy that he had interviewed and certain people just didn't like what he had to say. And he took that episode down, <laughs> which is frustrating. I mean, that that's fine, but like, how he talks about free speech and how he can say anything he wants, but like that's not true because they, he was approached and told to take the, take an episode down, and he did. So it kind of kind of a little frustrating, but <clears throat> I think it's frustrating. But if he is told by someone that he has to do it, or else something will like happen, happen to his platform, yeah. I guess that's kind of fair because yeah. I guess if you heard it, you heard it and you're lucky, but if you didn't hear it, then it's like, oops, you missed out. He yeah. has to keep his platform there, you know? Yeah. He can get more free speech out if he keeps his platform than if he just fights for the one. Yeah. that's And that's the biggest issue with, like, all this whistleblower stuff going on in the UFO world where <clears throat> people are choosing their careers over humanity. They're choosing their careers over like the right decision to disclose this information, all this stuff that's going on. There's, there's too much to the point where it's like everybody knows at this point, or at least enough people know. And like it, I think uh, that brings us back to the, the moral, social and public and personal yeah. levels of morality. You know, that's true. That's true. Because yeah. someone like you, you would give up your career to to save everyone or tell everyone or whatever. And the people who do know and aren't saying anything, they don't have the same morals as you. Damn, you're actually right. <laughs> that, was, that was actually pretty cool. Yeah, because I guess <clears throat> there's more of a... Like... I don't know. Okay, so... I, Hopefully Katie doesn't get mad at me for saying this, <laughs> but uh, she, it's so easy to get caught. Like, obviously we've all heard, like she is so, she's very strong in her faith. She's very religious. And we have this conversation often about like whether or not we'll go to heaven. And she fears that she won't, like if she's making the wrong decisions and she fears that she's not good enough and not worthy enough, which you technically we're not because we're all fucked up and we all make stupid decisions. But I think the, I think there's, I think there's, if there is a heaven, you shouldn't do decisions based on whether you think you are or are not going to get into it. Yeah. If you're going to get into it, you're just going to get into it. Yeah. And if you're not, you're not. Yeah. You should just do what you think is right and wrong, but not base it solely on the fact of if you do or do not go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Be yourself. Be who you were born to be. Also, I think, like, hypothetically, being the creator of the universe, I think God, the creator of the universe, has bigger problems on his hand than whether or not you 
chose to recycle or whether or not you like smiled back at somebody or whether or not you were having a bad day and you said some snarky comment to somebody or whether or not you decided to push back that anger and be kind to them anyways or like I feel like there's moral decisions that are way more important than whether or not you said good morning to your coworkers this morning. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's, I, I think there's a lot happening. I know there's a lot happening, but like, I think there's, I think he's not wrapped like, from a God perspective, I think there's a lot more happening than, or there's bigger issues than just like this, this like, like silly play stuff going on in every, like each and every person's everyday life. Like whether or not you're making the right choice each and every moment. Like I, I don't think that that's morally, as important as the weight we put on it. I'd say I'm more of an atheist. Uh I think that if there is a God, he probably is kind of moody and decides when he wants to do things and not do things because stuff. But then also how did something start from nothing? Yeah. Sorry, Bailey's, like, molesting you right now. No, it's all good. Okay. (laughs) You're a dog person. Yeah. But, um... You want to tip that down a little? It's okay there, but if you want to just... Yeah. I don't know. If if there is something, it's a moody something. Uh Uh-huh. But there also kind of can't be nothing, because then how did something happen? Yeah. It's like the what came first, the chicken or the egg kind of thing. Yeah. Which it was obviously the fucking chicken. Yeah, because this all can't be fake because <laughs> then something's still happening. Yeah. And how did it all start? Yeah. Yeah, c- it, exactly. Because, like, there can't be... There can't be something from nothing. Exactly. So how did it start? Like, y- you could, like, believe what you want, like... Even if even if there is a god that it like whatever term you want to use, you could just use the term creator because it's like this building, this house exists. Somebody built it here, but like the the creator of this house, I don't know who it is, and they're nowhere to be found. Like this universe has been created somehow. Like why does it all exist? Like we exist. Like that's that's enough proof of some sort of creator, and and I I think it's just like it's just hard for a lot of people to wrap their minds around things that they haven't seen for themselves, and and I think that's a m- major thing with like life outside of Earth as well, mm-hmm. is people just like. 
want to see it for themselves. It's you know what? It's everybody's a critic, and everybody. It's easy to be the critic. It's cool to be the critic. It's cool to be like. There's such a big fear of being duped, is what it comes down to. Like, there's a fear of being tricked. Like, we don't want to be tricked. We don't want to be fooled, because then you feel dumb inside, and you don't want to. Oh, that's good. Should have done that right in the mic. Going for the cherry Pepsi. Oh shit! You can hear those freaking bubbles. Damn. Okay, which one's better? First sip Pepsi. of the. Is it? I'm a Pepsi man. Oh really? Pepsi is sweeter and usually has less carbonation. Yeah, that is that is very true. Yeah, Coke is like really frothy. Yeah, I don't like that much carbonation. Yeah, me either. I'm I yeah I've always been a. I'm a, more of a Pepsi guy. I tend to every now and then leave drinks out to get flat and then drink them. Oh yeah, I I I don't mind flat drinks either. Yeah, it's a. I know JJ calls me freaking insane for that, but like I I don't powder. mind. Yeah, I like. I like that a little bit better. I don't do it all the time, but yeah, it's better. Yeah, yeah, I don't like it overly fizzy. Yeah, you don't like those bubbles in your throat. Mm-mm. <laughs> but um, it's easy to be the critic. It's it's cool to be the critic. It's cool to be like, "Yep, see, I told you," kind of thing. It's it's so much easier to be negative than it is to be positive, and the negative weighs heavier than the positive, and that's why. Like you can get a group together and like if one of them are a negative person, by the end of the day, they're, everybody's going to be pissed off. If somebody's pissed off, everybody's going to be pissed off. That's enough proof that the negative weighs heavier than the positive. it's, you can bring a neutral person up slightly a little bit, but like, the negative, if you put like a negative and a positive and then a neutral person together, like you, everybody's going to be pissed off by the end of the day. So it's like the negative weighs more. And, and also like people feel smarter if they were right. And people would rather be right about something that isn't going to be proved such as, or at least they think in their lifetime or like a topic such as religion, like if there's a God or not, or if there's life outside of earth or not, like we've come this far without knowing for sure. And it's, it's way easier for people to say, it just, just go with what's already been like, decided in society for us it's because they don't want to be wrong they're afraid to be wrong and they're afraid of that social ostracizing it's like it's we i talk about this in the first episode episode one and it's just like goes back to the judgment of creating the social constructs of society where we don't want to feel outcasted we want to make sure that we're part of the team because that's how we stay alive and reproduce and and thrive is part being part of a team part of a tribe and that's not possible if you come up with some radical decision and you get outcasted some radical like crazy idea and nobody agrees with you but i 
I don't know. I I don't I don't agree with that. I think I don't know. I think you I think it's important to be creative and I think it's important to test things. I think it's important to find out for yourself and question things rather than just telling other people you're wrong just because that's what society says and I, I'm afraid of being wrong kind of thing. I think it's better to be skeptical than critical. That's, yes, yeah. some people have stupid ideas, but you don't have to be an ass. Right. When they have a stupid idea, they're going to find out it's stupid eventually. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to be critical. I'll, I'll just let them do their thing, and if it turns out to be wrong, I'll keep that in my mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way. Skeptical rather than critical. You can always just doubt things, but that doesn't mean it's wrong. Yeah, that's that that is better. Yeah, but I mean anybody can anybody can also say that anybody can be skeptical as well. But you're you're right. There is stages there for sure. But um, I don't know. Like like I I I I think about like scientists. Like if they approached everything like yeah, this probably isn't gonna work then we wouldn't get anywhere. Like mm-hmm. you got to be like the crazy scientists are the are the ones that like like Einstein, like he was absolutely insane. Everybody thought he was, but he was being skeptical. He was like, "Hmm, <laughs> I don't know. This yeah. could be right or this well, could he, be wrong." He wasn't afraid to do crazy things and have crazy ideas. And same with like Nikola Tesla, like just a madman, but he did amazing things and I don't know. It's uh it's just easy to be a skeptic and then just kind of like sit in your own life and waste away. <laughs> I don't mean to like <laughs> bash you or anything, but I'm not trying to. I'm just kind of I'm just trying to like get across that it's it's easy to be skeptical. But I don't know. I think there's just too much information out there about like I, I I think people jump to conclusions before they research for themselves. I think that's a, one of the biggest problems. I think it's important to do your due diligence. I love doing research, so. Yeah. Whenever I hear things that interest me, I always look into them. Oh yeah, if I yeah, it's like rabbit holes everywhere. Exactly. You look at something, and then it's like they all just start coming to you. It's like you find something that interests you, and then like you find a source, and you start researching, and then it's like that source provides like outlets for all sorts of other ones, and then it's just like multiples upon multiples, and it's just like spider webs of just this huge network of it's just like oh my goodness like now i gotta like read this watch this listen to this and it's just like there's there's always so much it's like it's always so freaking much <laughs> like rabbit holes wormholes you just you start diving in and then it's just like endless but that, that's good and that's like a natural human desire for pursuing knowledge and wisdom and growing and maturing like I guess that's the, I guess that's what I think we live for. Just the pursuit of something. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. It's different for each person, but it's, everyone is in pursuit of 
one thing that they want by the end of this. Yeah. 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 And then can you accept the death afterwards? Yeah. Everyone has one singular biggest goal. So everyone is just in the pursuit of one specific thing. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, it is. I don't know. I like to believe that there's, I don't know. There's, there's just gotta be, there's gotta be more. There's gotta be more than just, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Like, it just comes down to the energy thing for me where like, it just can't, you see enough death and it's just, like that can't just go nowhere kind of thing. I don't know. Like I I guess I just kind of live by if there is something that's great, but I'm going to live like there's nothing next. Yeah, that's good. That's good cuz that, that's what I Cuz you don't know for sure. So that's good because then you get to experience as much as yeah. like live live like this is it. Cuz that's the best way to grow and mature is experience things like you won't get another chance because you don't know what you got till it, till it's gone. So might as well just, you got to take those chances when you're nervous. Try it. Yeah. Yeah. You want (laughs) to, sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you can grab it by the little, oh yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, no, that's a, that's a good way to look at it too. It's just, you don't know and who cares what others think. Just try it. Cause you might as well. You might as well, and you don't know if there's going to be another shot at it. I think that's a that's a good way to look at it. And what you experience in life is what you morally think you should do. You will only go so far on what you want to do in life based on... Or, that's a wrong way of putting it, but... <laughs> based on what your morals are in life is what you're going to experience out of it, I guess. Yeah. Like you're projecting. Like if you have bad morals, you're gonna do more bad things. And if you, yeah, nah. Yeah, go ahead. I explained that wrong. Oh yeah. Well, I think I know what you mean. Like you're just projecting your thoughts into the world, and that's what you're gonna experience. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah. Like, if your morals are all straight and narrow, you're only gonna really like get that out of life. But if you slightly bend rules like speeding a car yeah taking an illegal drug yeah that's a different experience than someone who only has straight and narrow like 100 percent by the law yep morals so yeah that type of thing yeah yeah you're that's true <clears throat> do you do you ever think about consciousness i think everything's kind of conscious in a sense that's that's definitely a thought to it because plants search out light, we yeah. search out whatever we want to search out in that moment. Animals do as well. Yeah, I guess a rock wouldn't have a consciousness, but that's kind of different. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is active atoms, though. That that's like that thing exists. A rock exists. That is vibrating atoms. 
there's there's kind of two sides there where it's like like how can us as just a bunch of space dust like we're just a a bunch of random dust particles from space that just formed into the perfect combination of things to become self-aware like how how did that happen like how can a bunch of unaware things be combined to create an aware thing like that that doesn't that doesn't really add up so i guess if there is a god they would kind of be like a coder with a video game like mm-hmm. putting it together, yeah, doing bug fixes, yep, and then like beta testing, and then there's an objective towards the end, yeah, and they're trying to get to that, but also like changing things in between, yeah. There's a lot of video games like that too, like No Man's Sky, yeah, endless. That game is endless, and there's life forms in it that are literally endless, and they're still creating it, and it's like four college students created that thing, and it's just like, yeah, I guess. If there's a god, he programmed a game, and it's like a college, yeah, almost like a college uh, assignment where he has to keep on making a game, and then he has to like do some random little change here, yeah. some random little change there that like changes everything. Yeah, that's and then he's doing bug fixes the whole time throughout. That's simulation theory. Yeah, but, I guess that's what I would believe in, kind of. Yeah, yeah, because uh, they're t- they're going to introduce ai into no man's sky they're also going to introduce ai into sims which will be pretty interesting like how long before those things those entities how long till i think make a sim into a robot yeah 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 literally like you like no man's sky is a great example because it is like a universe inside of a computer like that game is endless like you just keep going is it like a image like a treadmill thing where like image comes up in front of you and you keep going and then it just falls back behind you or like it just renders what your surroundings are or or is this just a fucking really strong computer (laughs) i don't know it's i think it probably it's just rendering everything in front of you And it's like per person. Yep. It's a client-based game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the only thing that renders is what you see, and it's per client in the game. Yeah, which which is kind of... That's implying that we're all individuals, like individual consciousness, consciousness, like which kind of begs the question of why is there so many consciousness? Like, so many individual consciousness is. It's almost just sitting away on that computer, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like, why are we... Are we individual consciousness is? <laughs> or is it all one consciousness? And we're just perceiving it from our perspective, giving the illusion that we're individual. I'd say we're all separate all separate consciousness there's no mind reading no 100 percent mind reading yeah that that's a good way to see it I, I never thought about that we do have our senses in this body this fleshly body that we've been provided with so 
that might give the illusion that we are individual as well. And we could lose touch with the singular consciousness just because of our perspective. Then maybe that energy just kind of goes into the battery bank of the singular conscious when we die. I still just think it would <laughs> poof. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. Poof. Yeah. And then yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a hard one for me to We turn into experience for everyone else. Yeah. We just float away into dust. Conscious particles out into the universe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you think everything's conscious, every molecule, every atom, or is it just like a cluster, a perfect cluster in our heads that just creates something that's self-aware. I guess everything would be conscious. Yeah. I, and I, obviously I don't know, but this is one of those topics that it's like, like you could steer me either way. Like I, I'm just talking hypothetical here and like, I, I don't know. I'm just speaking from past experiences and I don't know. But speaking of past experiences, that's a that's another thing along with simulation theory where like what if we're just put in motion? Like what if we don't have free will? What if we don't get to decide anything? What if everything that we have done everything we're doing and everything we will ever do has already been predetermined and we're just going through the motions just doing everything for me that's that's pretty believable because i guess we'd just be an ai that was given a prompt yeah we've just been programmed <laughs> based <laughs> off of our cuz everything you decide and this is going to be hard for people to even understand and this again, this is hypothetical, but like everything that you ever decide to do has been predetermined based off of past experiences. But where did those past experiences come from? All of your past experiences and up until you were born and everybody before you, like things that happened to you were decided because of everybody else around you around around to use past experiences and even take that back out as far as like the big bang like we already know that the universe is expanding like light is try this is an easy explanation light when you shine a flashlight light goes like if i shine a flashlight right here to you light travels from me to you stars are shining out into the vacuum of space where is that light going it's going infinitely out. So, and even the planets and stars and everything's moving away. Like everything's expanding and the light's got to go somewhere. So it's going, like everything's growing and expanding. The universe is going into everything that hasn't existed before, into things that now exist. And, and it's just, things are all set in motion. All of this has been set in motion. So what if, things were set in motion to the point where 
life was predetermined. We just evolved. And then every decision we ever make is predetermined because of our past experiences. We were put into motion to make the, these decisions. Like, you, somebody said something to you that pissed you off. That, and that person was pissed off already because of something that somebody else did. But that was all predetermined. And we don't really have free will. And a choice that you're trying to make, even right now, that you're unsure about, you're going to make a decision. And what if that decision is decided just because your past experiences leaned you one way or the other? And that decision has already been made. You're just in the lull right now, experiencing what it's like to be indecisive. All right, if we're going with simulation theory right now, <laughs> okay. you know how, like, as time moves forward, mm -hmm. at one point, the past generations start to get forgotten. Yep. Unless it's, like, written down in books and stuff. Yeah, holy That would fuck. be, like, dedicated I, I RAM gotta, on a computer. I already got everything exactly that's forgotten <laughs> is RAM that is, like, it's gone. It's unrendered. Yeah. But things that stay would be, like, important. The hard drive. Yeah. Yeah. And then as you. we find more stuff, it's the computer getting upgraded more and it can render more and it's getting more RAM. Yeah. But then there's also still the hard drive. So it like everything has to constantly be keeping up with each other and getting upgraded, but yeah. things are being remembered in the storage. Yeah. And things are being unrendered because there's not enough RAM. Yeah. Yeah. The key events that we remember are all downloaded into the hard drive. But everything that ex we're experiencing right now, yeah, is the RAM. Because, like, you don't remember the key details of, like, everything that's around. Like, you, if you're, like, at a park, you look around and see the, all the trees and everything, and you just, like, experience everything. But, like, say you're not focusing on the people and the trees and everything around you. You're focusing on a conversation. Then years in the future, you remember that conversation because it was memorable in some way. But you don't remember who was walking past you or who was sitting in the park bench behind you or anything while you were having that conversation. All that's lost. That's just like the, the ones and zeros shave off basically where you just, the only thing that was downloaded to the hard drive was the important parts. And what you remember is in your hard drive and that makes you, you. Yeah. But in the moment, the Ram was providing the universe around you and all that was happening. But now it's just like the key events were your downloaded. Your achievements are saved. Yes, your achievements are saved. <laughs> your, your achievements are saved to the hard drive and everything is filtered out through the RAM. Yeah, that's a believable theory. Yeah, yeah. And the way video games are going now, like how far before we can't determine... A video game from reality like uh, just look at this exponential growth what was it in the like late 70s 80s they're playing pong on the atari with pixels and now it's like we already have vr and it's like have you did you see disney came out with something this year where it's literally like a hexagonal platform that has like tilting ability where you can walk on it. You can I have like that. multiple people standing on this platform. And you can walk on it, change directions, walk on it, but you're stationary. I guess we just got a new graphics card. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Fuck. The creator just upgraded our graphics card. Hell yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that, it's like how long before you like because this is that that's still like you can feel the ground and you can like it, you're putting there's like a weighted headset on like you can you can still feel a VR headset you can trick your mind in a lot of things like when you're playing video games for a while and you're invested staring at the TV like you can still in your peripheral see the world around you you can still see your walls and your house you know you're sitting playing a video game but it tricks your mind you get invested in the game and you're like focused on it but like how long before they place you in a sensory deprivation tank and you're in a video game where like you can't perceive the world around you but you all you can perceive is the vr like how long before you can't distinguish reality from a video game I guess if we're still going with simulation theory on this, uh-huh. uh, when you're on a computer, it'd be like interfacing with something in a video game, like going to the next screen, yep. and you're like connected to it. And then if you go in like a sensory deprivation tank, it'd be like clearing your RAM. Yeah. Or like a... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, clear. Yeah. And just loading up a new program. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, this that, is all hypothetical. Hypothetical, yeah. But like has this all happened already? Who knows? Like what maybe that's what happens when we die. We just die and the video game's over and then we just hop out of our chairs. And what if you just like gain back all of your memory and it's just like, "Okay, back to life." <laughs> back to level 0. You just die, wake up in a with a controller in your hand, <laughs> and you're just like, "Okay. All right, mom, I'm coming down to dinner. I'm done." <laughs> So life is like a video game where inventory drop is on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just lose everything. <laughs> oh my goodness. And there's just a ton of spawn points. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that's interesting too is like the amount of people that are still coming into the... It's like, it almost seems like consciousness is infinite because we can like have as many babies as we want. Mm-hmm. Like in, in the amount of people on the planet are growing like crazy obviously like multiples of multiples it's exponential growth so like that kind of creates a question for the consciousness thing like is that is consciousness an infinite source is it is it like uh i don't know is it like light where like you can have as many holes in the blanket as you want like say like you got a light bulb and you just like poke a bunch of holes in a piece of fabric and lay it over and like the light coming out is us us like the uh, our consciousness but like you could just poke bu- a bunch more holes until the fabric's gone <laughs> but the light's still shining like it doesn't weaken the light in any way like or or are we our own individual light bulbs And then we're popping out babies, and those are just lights shining from our bulb. <laughs> so if we're still going with simulation theory. <laughs> um, I guess, like, morally in America, we all think, like, babies, babies, babies. Obviously, there's a few people. Pop them out, pop yeah, them out. <laughs> but obviously, there's a few people here and there that you know that, like, don't want to have kids. It's more like, let's get rid of this boner. So let's our, get rid of this boner. In our current area, the, the moral overall objective is, like, 
just keep on reproducing. But in like China as a whole for a while, they decided, Hey, oh, yeah. let's not have as many babies. They yep. chose that objective. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So like there's different servers, I guess. Yeah. And where you go, like, and you can change it with your current, like moral status. Interesting. So it's just like a pyramid of moral statuses to like the main. Yeah. And then like on the more personal level, it differs. Yeah. <laughs> Simulation theory is starting to get strong. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It it really is. It's a that is a strong, is a strong theory. Yes. Emphasis on theory. Yes. Especially with the creation of AI as well. Like that's like s- simulation theory is just getting stronger and stronger. It's um I don't know. I and like a lot of people fear AI. And I I I'll get freaked out from AI too if I listen like to all this shit, but like I really think that the biggest threat to humanity isn't AI, isn't aliens, isn't other countries invading us. I think the biggest threat to humanity is humanity itself. Our morals. I think it's us. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. There's there's so much, like, like it's no wonder why, like, people say, like, why don't, like, if aliens exist, why don't they just land on the White House lawn? Like, we're fucking mean. We're ruthless animals. Like, with with nuclear weapons, like nuclear weapons and we're blowing them up on the planet that we live on. <laughs> we're we live here and we're hitting our own planet with nuclear weapons. Like it's it's we're not peaceful animals. It's no wonder. Like we've we've had uh we've shot nukes, nuclear weapons into space. There was a project, and I think it was Project Starfish, I think is what it was called. In, uh, when was that? I can't remember the year this happened, but it was, uh, we literally shot uh, a nuclear bomb into space. We were trying to hit, we were trying to test nuclear weapons on the moon. We were trying to shoot it at the moon. You can look this up. I'm, I'm almost certain this is called Project Starfish. But they were shooting nuclear weapons at the moon to test them. And as soon as it got into the exos- exosphere, uh, it was dematerialized. <laughs> like, disappeared. Like, intercepted is what it seemed like. Like it the developer just said no. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's I guess that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just like yeah, it just Nuh-uh. yeah, it got it's yeah, it's like if you shoot a if you're playing Call of Duty and you like, it's like shoot a rocket, walls. you shoot a rocket launcher into the sky and it's just like and then just all of a sudden it just like disappears because it's just like out of the rendering zone. Or like in video games with like anti-cheat yeah. They're like, that was cheating, not yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. 
But then why can you see the moon? Because maybe using a nuke in space would have been too dangerous somehow. Uh, so they just said, not yet. Uh, or that's just the backdrop. Yeah. <laughs> There's either. Those are both theories. <laughs> yeah, both theories. Yeah. Or it was aliens and we're not alone. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so, many possibilities. so many possibilities. It's like, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's a reason why we don't pursue this further is just because it's overwhelming how many theories there are and how clueless we are as humans. And just people just like get headaches and they're like, it's not worth it all. Like There's too much out there. I mean, yeah, if you just sit around thinking of what's the reason to live, then you're just not going to live as much. Yeah. And you should stop caring about why or how and just do it. Fuck. I guess you're fucking right. Fuck. Was that a personal jab? <laughs> no. That's just, <laughs> I'm kidding, that's I'm just kidding. how I do it. <laughs> I love that shit, though. <laughs> I, love, <laughs> I love just thinking about this stuff. It's, uh, it's fascinating to me, and it just it keeps me so, like, entertained. Like... I just like, I don't know. I just like have this burning desire for, for just exploring and cultivating and growing and expanding knowledge and wisdom. Just like finding answers and just, just maturing and growing. Like I have this crazy drive for it like I, I love this I love these conversations I love talking about theories I love keeping an open mind and just like like exactly like we're doing sitting down with somebody that might have differing views and just like playing pong with ideas just like batting ideas back and forth and and just like it's like for me it's like this is what we live for just like figuring everything out like just sitting down with people and just having conversations and just figuring this shit out. Like, I think it's, I think it's so cool. I love it. Cause it, like I said, you're just as clueless as, as I am. And, and it's just, it's just cool. It's just cool to see what other people can come up with and, and, uh, just talk this shit out. It's awesome. It is. <laughs> And uh, this is, we're already over your last one. <laughs> but um, we'll wrap this up kind of with the way that we started too. Um, your experiences with, with what, what's that term you use? My shrubles. Shrubles, yeah. Aren't over, right? No. And you continue to pursue those. Of course. <laughs> okay. Well, that is a... Uh, it's nobody it's it's cool to experiment and it's cool to try things like you said i i think that's a a great tie in with this episode because we don't know what happens and i don't think anybody's in the right to say what we can do or can't do and we don't have true freedom because people do that People still try to tell you what we can and can't do. Like, like when my license expired and I'm 26 years old and I can't go buy a 
case of beer or wine to cook fondue with my fiance for Valentine's Day and and uh they won't allow me, even though I have the digital copy of my license because my real license is in the fucking mail right now, but I can go serve and die for my country, but I can't have a drink because my license is expired. Even though a few weeks prior, I could buy alcohol totally fine, but my license is expired, so apparently that means my age has changed. <laughs> Like, how ridiculous is that? That uh, if it were within the expiration date of my license, I can buy alcohol totally fine. But as soon as that date passes, you can't buy alcohol anymore. As if that affects your age in any way. It's total control. They take over and they tell you what you can and can't do. They steal your rights and sell them back to you. I guess that's like back to the morals thing because you have to keep your license renewed. So like, because like say an underage kid has a false license, he's not going to probably want to spend the money to keep getting him over and over and over and over for a ton of years. Yeah. So eventually he'll probably just be like, you know what? I'm not spending the money to get an illegal license. Yeah. So you have to keep a current one constantly in check to keep people who have bad morals in line. Yeah. So I guess like, Someone with a fake ID, if it's out of, out of whack, they have to go and get another one. They have to go out of their way to get another out of whack, but good license. Yep. <laughs> but because of people like that, you have to keep yours current as well to prove that you're not fake. Yeah. <laughs> it's, all, it's all ridiculous. It's because people have those personal morals. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Social constructs. Yep. It's just like a concealed carry thing we were talking about. For some reason, you got to renew that every five years in illinois which is absolutely ridiculous i guess now that i have five years more of experience carrying a firearm in public now i have to redo the safety course (laughs) yeah i guess you can get it with you can get a concealed carry carry a gun in public get your license and everything do all that carry for five years and then you have to renew it even though now I have more experience. <laughs> I guess that law would be put in place to help... Restrict keep... freedoms? <laughs> I, it would be more to restrict like a criminal from getting his concealed carry license once and then always having it concealed on him. So that way he... Because if it was that way where you never had to renew it, the criminal could get his concealed license and then never have to renew it and constantly conceal it and use it without getting in trouble for the concealment part and you would get less time. The criminal's going to conceal a weapon anyways. <laughs> yeah, but he's also going to get more time because he concealed the weapon illegally. So it's kind of like, I, I guess it would be seen as a deterrent, which is stupid, but yeah. it's like a moral deterrent. Yeah. Or at least it's trying to be. I don't think a criminal is going to think that far ahead, and I don't think if they're going to kill somebody with a firearm, they're not worried about whether or not they have a concealed carry or not. Well, the government thinks that they will. Uh, yes, they, that is true. And the government doesn't care about you, it cares about no. the criminals, because you're the one who's listening and they're not. Exactly. Yeah, it's only affecting the law-abiding citizens. They're only making it harder for the people that need to be carrying. <laughs> Frustrating. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to morally make criminals obliged to their rules, when in reality it's... Yep. You. Yeah, exactly. 
Just making a giant pain in the butt. Yep. Everything that they try to do to help society, they just make it harder. They don't make laws because of good people. They make them because of bad people. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for just giving me all your thoughts and opinions. This was a tough conversation to have, and it was it was cool to have you and have you share your thoughts and opinions, and the dogs are getting noisy, so... <laughs> thanks for coming on the show I'll give you one last cheers so Pepsi was the the winner yes cherry Pepsi is better by far by far wow okay <laughs> alright and that will do it for this episode thank you so much for coming on Devin don't forget to tell everybody that you were on a podcast and you're famous now I will and thank you for having me hopefully one day you will be famous this podcast has exponentially grown since the last time you were on too like by millions millions of people more than your last episode oh, yeah. by millions i mean a couple thousand but it's still pretty cool <laughs> that is pretty cool yeah Shit. so hell yeah thank you for hopping on the podcast always fun to have you and we'll have to have you back sometime all right thank you uh-huh. all right listeners thanks for tuning in and i will see you next week stay tuned and don't forget to share the podcast that's the best way to get this podcast to grow i love doing this and i love all your support so please tell somebody about it and like, share, follow. <laughs> Stay tuned for more and peace out. <laughs>